common ways that we self-sabotage is by comparing ourselves. Now this week on this very powerful pre-full moon week, we've been talking about how to stop comparing yourself. Now today we're going to be talking about the third step and how to stop comparing yourself. And we're also going to be talking about how this full moon may be impacting your emotions, especially as it relates to self-sabotage and not really realizing that it is actually the luckiest day of this entire year. Satnam and welcome to the Sovereign Woman Movement Show, where it is our mission to awaken the women of the world spiritually by empowering them with the holistic tools that they need to heal body, mind, and spirit so we can bring in an enlightened society as this old one crumbles. Satnam and good morning, good morning, Christina. How are you? Thanks for joining me here live on Instagram. And for those that catch us on the replay on the podcast, which you can find everywhere where podcasts are streamed. Uh, Spotify, Apple. Thank you. I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in, for building community with us, and for taking your sovereignty back. Today, we're going to be talking a little bit more about how to stop comparing yourself. And it's actually such a perfect subject matter that we talk about today because this full moon may take us into self sabotage mode and may actually not help us in furthering our cause and stopping to compare ourselves. So first and foremost, let's do a little bit of an energy update. So you know what's going on here. Now, tomorrow we have a full moon in a Leo. That is tomorrow coming into the 28th, the 29th, depending on wherever it is you're at in the world. Now, the many astrologers that I study actually have stated that tomorrow, the 28th, is actually the luckiest day in the entire year, 2021. And the reason this is, is because of the conjunction with the sun and Jupiter. The sun conjuncting Jupiter, which expands, really brings gifts, opportunities, gifts, brings spontaneous abundance, just a lot of amazing miracles that can actually happen. Now, a lot of people are distracted by this. And the reason that they're just, there's always two opposing forces to every aspect of the energy. And the reason that they're being distracted by this is because the full moon, first and foremost, there's a lot of other things that are happening cosmically that are impacting what's happening right now. But the full moon as it is, it creates a big impact on emotions. You know, we are affected like the waves in the ocean by the cycles of the moon, you know, just the way the tides in the ocean change when it, as, as uh, the moon shifts in its cycles, so do we. We're affected and we're impacted during these uh, moon cycles. Now, a full moon is all about completion of cycles. And Leo, although Leo is a very playful sign, it's a sign of bold and courageous, many of us are starting to feel the vulnerability of now stepping into our new authentic life. Because what's been happening in the last few weeks, and especially if you joined us at the Sovereign Woman Movement Summit in December during the great Jupiter-Saturn conjunction and the winter solstice, I, I said this several times, you know, there are spiritual masters, there are spiritual teachers, there are, there are spiritual wise sages that are being birthed these three days there are people stepping into their power we are moving into this age of aquarius where we're creating from the unknown you know that is the true essence of sovereignty of of moving beyond the the out 
uh, outer basically distractions, which for the last few weeks and all of 21, 2020, I'm sorry, it was all about outer distractions of why you couldn't do things because the outside world was telling you not to do that. And with the great conjunction and with all of the shifts in the cosmos, remember we went from all earth signs we have been in for 200 years now we're in air science so this is really a new age of consciousness so this last new moon that we just went through was almost like the awareness the light that brought uh, a lot of light to wherever you were holding yourself back being authentically yourself it's not an outer problem anymore it's it's in inward it's something inside of you that is basically still self-sabotaging and, and the reason why we may be self-sabotaging this full moon is because what happens when things are actually going well in your life? You know, when you have the prosperity, when the relationship is doing great, when your business is in alignment, then, you know, we as the ego, we're so programmed to go find something that is not working so that we could basically create drama around it. And the, the cosmos are really influencing this this week. Because what's going on also that is very much impacting our emotions, because we are not seeing that this is the luckiest day of the year, not only because the sun is going conjunct Jupiter on the full moon, but also Mars is going conjunct Jupiter. So what does this mean? Mars is the planet of war. And it is like Mars is like the general that came out as a winner from the war. So we have come out of our own inner war, especially the last two months, especially the last month in December and January. And we're actually uh, self-sabotaging, trying to hold on to those old programs of the age of Pisces. And the reason we're doing this is for two reasons. There's two very much big influences that can really create a, a, a pressure on your relationships, especially because if you are showing up authentically as you, you're feeling vulnerable. So as it is, that's causing pressure on how you are showing up in the world. And that is influenced by the planets Venus and Pluto. Venus is going conjunct Pluto. What does this mean? Venus is the planet of beauty and relationships and identity. While Pluto is almost known like a, a maleficent planet because it comes and it destroys uh, America, the United States of America is going through its own Pluto return, which only happens every 225 years. So it doesn't happen personally, but based on the birth chart of America, it's going to its Pluto return, which means it's coming in and destroying absolutely everything. So because Pluto destroys, it's creating pressure on Venus, which is what? It's your relationships and your identity. So here you are, last two months, you come out like the general winning the war, Mars conjuncts sun, the sun, uh, Jupiter conjunct the sun, bringing you gifts and opportunities. You're coming out vulnerable in this new you, a new essence, a new business maybe even. And yet you may feel pressure from the relationships that don't want to accept your new you, that don't want to be in your life as the authentic you because perhaps you're triggering them. You know, we talked about that yesterday in step two and how to stop comparing yourself. Perhaps that now you are authentically who you are. Venus and Pluto, Pluto destroying, it's going to come and destroy those relationships that are basically not going to be with you in the vibration and frequency in this new you. And it's not even the new you, it's in this authentic you. 
And so that creates pressure because these relationships will start to fall off. And if you have strong relationships, this will only en enhance that, right? It only create more powerful alliances. And then the other thing that's really, really impacting the energy with this full moon, even though it is the most luckiest day of the entire year, is that we have Mercury that's going to go retrograde right on the 30th. It's going to be retrograde from February 20th all the way to, I'm sorry, from January 30th all the way to February 20th. Now, a lot of people, there's a lot of like new age stuff about being scared about Mercury retrograde. But really what you have to understand is ret retrograde means review. It's not moving forward and just getting it done. And Mercury going retrograde in Aquarius, which next month in February is going to be insane. For any of you that are actually Aquarius as well, there's going to be like eight planets in the sign of Aquarius, which is unheard of, which really, what does this mean? Aquarius is the future. It's community, right? So it's reanalyzing anything that we have not been doing in that basically frequency any Piscean age uh, type of uh, modalities, right? And so our identity, we're, we feel if we're birthing our authentic self, we may feel vulnerable, maybe scary, right? Because we're showing up as our true identity. We're losing people that basically are not in vibrational frequency with the authentic you, right? So that could be a little heavy, especially on relationships, because those that are really not strong, there's going to be a lot of divorces, there's going to be a lot of people separating in this next period because basically it'll be like the last string that is needed because they just couldn't support themselves and again those that are in alignment with their authentic self will become stronger through all of this and will really learn how to work in collaborative form through the age of Aquarius Lizzie says let me strap my boots on Aquarius <laughs> heck yeah girlfriend you are feeling it, I bet you, because you yourself are an Aquarius. And all of this is a general overview of energy. When you start to study astrology, this was helped me a lot too, because I would study the general astrology. And then I would think that all those things that they were saying applied to me. It's a general overview of essence of energy, but then it depends on what house specifically you are being impacted by this full moon. So the full moon sits in opposition to a specific house in your chart because your chart is very, very specific. So then when you actually learn how to read your chart, which we're going to get more into studying astrology with Nora this year, Nora Rochelle was one of our presenters. She's doing it at the Sovereign Women's Summit, and she's doing this course on astrology that I can't wait to take with her. Uh, Lizzie and I have been talking about this and even Maida, but really understanding uh, how to become more of a, a visionary uh, astrologist, meaning personally, what do, the, uh, what do these uh, energies mean to you so that you can relate them to other human beings? And so, uh, of course, this is going to impact you. Perhaps your house is in business or in relationships or it's in, in money or it's in some other area of your life. But in general, we're all going to see some kind of impact within relationships, within review, especially as it relates to how we show up in the age of Aquarius and the full moon. If you are in your Satnam, very important to stay grounded. There's specific Kundalini meditations tonight. We're going to be practicing in our class, in our Kundalini yoga class inside of Satori. We're going to be practicing a, a specific class for the full moon that, act, uh, that uh, allows us to access the Akash, the, the book of life. This helps us so that we can continue to really get clear on our 
true identity and so that we can stabilize the nervous system and the emotions that come with birthing a new self with birthing you know uh, a, a new business a new baby into this world our, our truest identity so we use the technology to allow us to navigate these very fast changing times and to basically use the high frequency aspect of the energy because we live in the polarity and not everyone's going to be experiencing the energies in the same way there are a lot of people that are not only unaware but also they're paying back a lot of karma. And that is where there's the two aspects of the darkness and the light and the polarities. You know, there's people that have just not been doing the inner work, clearing the subconscious, and they're on constant just click mode, you know, repeat. They don't even realize that they are on this autopilot. They, they are so disconnected from their souls. And these are the people that also are very dangerous in how they compare themselves to others because when they don't have true authentic wisdom of who they are, they start to go out and judge. They start to go out and point fingers. And they also really feel less than every single human being that exists in this world. They don't really see their talents and their power. And this full moon is not about that. To me, this full moon is about the masks coming off. There was a beautiful astrologer, a wonder girl astrologer who does a a beautiful review on on the full moons that I love and the new moons. But she was talking about something else about the masks coming off. And to me, in general, the age of Aquarius is the masks coming off. They're trying to keep them on you. Why? Because when you put a mask on your whole, your, what are you doing? You're not showing your true identity, your smile, who you truly are. Right. And, and that was what the age of Pisces was about. It was about hiding your true self you were actually uh, rewarded for not being you go be somebody right that's not what the age of aquarius is about the age of aquarius whether you like it or not the masks come off eyes are everywhere karma is due which is why it's so important for us to unload the subconscious mind and also become aware of these self-sabotaging programs our system you know so many Many of us are actually living really high frequency vibrational lives. This is not the time back into thinking that you're going to get sick or your husband's going to leave you or your dog's going to leave you or whatever, because those are the create, and we all do this, but it's about becoming aware, right? And, And that's exactly what we're talking about this week. It's how do we stop comparing ourselves? Now, one way is by stopping the self sabotage, right? But the third step, which we're going to talk about today, is one that most people completely miss. I know I did for a long time until I myself was called to create the Sovereign Woman Movement, a community of women who basically were self-healing, taking their power back and awakening spiritually. And so we've talked in the last two episodes of the podcast on how to actually stop comparing yourself to others. And we looked at the spiritual side of things and we also looked at biophysically how do we actually do this you know how do we reprogram ourselves how do we take control of the mind how do we uh, heal the brain yesterday so you can check out the replays on the podcast today is step numero tres step number three pre-full moon very important and i've i've actually uh chunked it down for us into four different ways to really understand it but the third step is one that also is one that right now is, uh, is, is being used against us. It is a way for, we were talking about this last night in our Course in Miracles commune inside of Satori, where there was a very bold statement that is done by the Course that says that sickness is an illusion and that sickness is the reality of the root cause of sickness is separation. And that is one thing that is happening right now in the world that that weighs very heavily on my heart and that I more, more, more importantly I think about the children 
okay? Because one of the things that we don't realize is that community, being part of a community and socializing with others is actually just as important as food and water. Like, I'm not kidding you, it's part of our survival. There's this awesome uh, neuroscientist. He wrote an article recently. He actually works at UCLA. And the article, like the title of the article, and you guys can uh, Google it or DM me and I'll send you the link. It's UCLA Neuroscientist's book. It's an actual book he wrote, explains why social connection is as important as food and shelter, social connection. And look at what's happening right now in the world. You know, they're creating this, uh, this separation, why they're making us afraid of each other because we don't want each other to make each other sick. And it's almost disrespectful if you don't respect someone else by you not, not visiting them or not caring for them. When we have neuroscientists telling us that us not being able to socialize, us not being part of our community is as important or can kill us just as much as us not having food and shelter. So the third step, and this is a personal experience, very deep to me that also Our Lady of Guadalupe has taught me in the divine femininity and my meditations is you have to be part of a community. And we don't have an excuse right now of saying, well, I can't physically, because so many people lost community with not being able to go to church, not being able to go to their gyms. A lot of people, that was their community, you know, who they worked out with in the morning. A lot of people are not able to go to their yoga classes in person and actually be with other human beings, right? The children, think about the children that are not able to actually hug each other. You know, I think about a five-year-old who, when I was little, I was a hugger and I wanted people to hug me and now being told that you actually cannot do that so as we start to think about these things we also have to be I would say alchemist alchemical or we have to be chameleons and not allow what is happening right now to strip us from our essence of the wild nature women that we are and to be able to feed that down to our generations and so we have virtual communities that are absolutely important that are popping up exactly what satori wellness and spirituality is it's a community of sisters that are there to help each other out and support each other on this journey of self-realization of self-healing and awakening spiritually right and the reason that that is is because i myself you know i was actually pretty blessed and let's break it down into four different reasons why it is important for you to be part of a community lizzie says Penny was in tears a couple of days ago, wondering why she couldn't see her friends at school. It broke me. Just, it, it breaks me too. This is where we, we become the community, right, for our children. Absolutely. And, and it is, it's heartbreaking. And this is why we, we must uh, really understand how important this is and find ways, you know, find ways around it. Not get angry, because if we get angry or sad or it's not gonna help. So that's why what we're talking about today is so important. Tell my penny love I love her. Okay, so let's break it down. So number one, as I said, right at the beginning, it's part of our survival. It is part of our survival. Like the UCLA 
neuroscientist has explained what's a neuroscientist, one that studies the brain. Okay, so it is part of your survival, just as important as being as eating as shelter. So if you're not part of a community, and that for me, you know, before I um, before I started to get into my emotions, uh, for me, I've always felt that I've had a community. I have I have something that's very very special, and I'm not bragging about it, and I'm not because it's not perfect at all. But I do I do I've always had a sense of community where. I've always, even though my parents and my mom was extremely like high expectations of me, one thing she did do right was she always made it a point to make sure that my brothers and sister, my brother and sisters and I always were in community, that we loved each other, that we learned to forgive each other very quickly. So I feel that even though I've been through a lot of dark nights of the soul in my life, I feel like I've always had somebody, a sister, I've always had somebody that was there to listen to me to say, you know what, you fucked up royally, but I'm here to hold you in, in space. I'm here to help you. I'm here to, to, to support you and whatever it is that you're going through. And, and for that same reason, I also saw that I also myself wasn't becoming part of other communities because I thought, well, I already have everything here. Well, why do I need to go find others? Right. And that's when I started to really realize that it was just as important for me to not only be part of a community to create the Sovereign One Movement, because there was a lot of reprogramming and undoing that I had to do as it relates to community and even being in community with other women, especially being in community with other women. Because a beautiful aspect of being in community with other women is that whether you're in person or virtually, you literally start vibrating in the same frequencies. You start to be able to lift each other up like a collective force. And that I saw within my own sisters. And that's when I started to become the, get the awareness that we could do that at a larger scale. Because I truly do see, and I know I've received so many comments from many of you, especially after the summit, that all of our community members are sisters to me. We are equal sisters in love equal sisters and sovereignty and it really does feel that way because they all bring in so much wisdom so much of the same things we're all going through and that's really what the foundation of satori is it's the sovereign woman movement healing those aspects of separation of the women of the divine feminine and so that's why this was also very very important and so diane says yes absolutely diane and you know how much we love you sister and so scientifically you have a neuroscientist that's telling you this number two you realize you're not crazy when you're part of a community. You know, when we start to have our, our, our communes or you start to share and you're vulnerable enough to actually turn on the camera or to, you know, say what you want to say. And you, you realize, hey, she's going through it too. So I'm actually not crazy, right? Or you allow someone to just listen to you. You know, part of the healing is being able to have space you know, being able to, to be able to be heard without being judged or without being told. A lot of the times we see that with our family because there's programs, right? They knew us how we were before. And when you come into a brand new community with new women, it's like they don't have any preset uh, beliefs about you. So you really truly can come in and, and, and just speak from your heart and be able to feel like you're not crazy. Like, you know, these are things that many women go through, right? And that, you know, it may be portrayed like everyone has a perfect little life, but that in fact, you know, we all go through our ups and downs and it's always about character and how we navigate those ups and downs, right? So number two is you, you realize you're not crazy and then you go through other things that, that other women go through as well. Number three is you have the support. 
on your journey, you know, the support that I've always had with my sisters and now a larger group of sisters within the support community. I mean, I can't tell you how elevated I felt after the three-day virtual summit, because even though I was teaching, I was practicing and integrating every part of it and everything that was sent there, whether it was a question, whether it was one of the speakers, it was an impact. It was a shift in consciousness for me. And to have that support, to be have other women share these, you know, we talk about some deep stuff. We talk about intergalactic families and in our telegram, we, we you know, we look at other different um, aspects of being a human being. So that helps you really feel like you're not alone. And that's where, you know, the neuroscience comes in, where the brain starts to function a lot better. You know, you got this, these chemicals that are being produced because you feel you're supported. You feel like you're not alone. And like I've said this before, inside of our community, a great spiritual teacher told me one day that right now we have a lot of birth families that are actually falling apart so that the spiritual families can come together. And I've said this a lot of times, I'm very blessed where I've been able to forgive very quickly my family and you know still be in union with them but a very high level of self-worth also requires you to be able to set boundaries where you're in toxic situations even sometimes with your own mother and your own father and your own sisters right but then to be still be able to have a place to go for support and not feel that you're alone in this entire journey right Diane says yes it was an epic weekend and every day I look forward to Connecting with one of my sovereign sisters. Absolutely. That's exactly how it is. It's like, yes, I'm not alone. And also not feeling guilty for feeling awesome. You know, that, I know that's one of the things that we were talking about, Diane. It's like, you feel like an alien because you're feeling amazing, high frequency while everyone around you is like trying to hold on to your life, right? And how to work through those feelings of not feeling guilty or ashamed just because you've done the inner work to help you feeling these high frequencies. And again, not feeling shameful, we also go back to our old patterns, having that support system to, to help you through that, right? And, and, and true inequanimity, right? That's the beautiful aspect of it. And the last uh, part of community that I think is so beautiful and is just priceless is the soul friendships that you actually make. I never thought this would be possible through the virtual world. Like I remember back in October when I closed down Satori because I was guided it was like God was like you need to close it down in Phoenix and you're going to open up a new one in Goodyear well from October to January it was a pandemic so everything that could happen stopped me from doing it but what that did is it pushed me hard to move into the virtual world not realizing why everything was happening I'm telling you God is amazing love God and so as I started to set up my systems not realizing what was going to happen I started to really that was one thing I had to surrender to because it was so different doing them virtually than in person right and as I started to realize that the impact was just as powerful and that it is just as needed especially because we can now connect with women from all over the world I mean there are women inside of our community from California from the east coast uh, there's different there's one from another state that I can't remember exactly which one it is but you know now we're able to reach women from and all over the world very soon right and to me that is amazing that's a gift that's a instead of looking at being upset because you know I don't host as many in-person events or things of that nature no it's you I remember even in 2008 you know while everybody was freaking out because there was a recession I was pivoting I was pivoting and then I started working with banks and and that was the time where we actually made like the most money so this is what I mean people it's how you look at things if you look at things as always negative and not see as those things that are not working as an opportunity, as long as you're in your satnam and your truth, you pivot, you pivot, 
and you move forward. And that's what this has become for us. Because like I said, these women to, for me, and I've received these comments every day, even from my own real sisters, like blood sisters, you know, like the, the closeness, how connected they feel to these women and how we have friends, we have real like soul friends, you know, those that are also on this journey as well. So the soul friendships, the, the being able to find, you know, your soul family in this physical realm is a gift. It's a gift that I can't even explain to you. And many of the women that actually have met my, uh, my family or they, they've met my kids. My son has many of them has said, has said like, is that our cousin? I was like, no, that's not our birth cousin, but you know, it just, she feels that way. So like, they're all confused because they think we're all related. And I'm like, they just came into my life this way. This is great and awesome. Lizzie says, yes, I've expanded my community and it's amazing. The support a hundred percent, a hundred percent. It's not only expanded, but just being heard and just being loved and seen. It's, it's beautiful. It really is beautiful. It's priceless. It really is. So the third aspect of you needing or you stopping to comparing yourself with others is being part of a community. And what it does is it heals what the patriarchy has done for women, number one, right? And number two is you really start to honor the beauty and radiance in other women. You start to see, wow, she's super talented in this. Wow, she's super, you know, uh, uh, wise about this. And you start to really shed the layers of the ego, you know, the defenses, because truly that's what holds us back from being part of community. It's not that we are intentionally evil and we want to hate each other. I really don't believe that. I really believe it's our own inner traumas, you know, our inner child, how we were rejected as children, perhaps how we were even trained by our own mothers sometimes to be separate from other women, right? Maybe they didn't do it intentionally. All of those things are programs that are very much needed for us to redo undo so that we can stop comparing ourselves to others. And I know for me, the only way that this has happened is being part of a community, not just starting it because I'm part of it. I move with the women just as much with the work we do, inner work, everything they integrate, I integrate as well. And I see all of us as equals, wise gurus. We're all just God and drag walking each other back home. And that's exactly what the age of Aquarius is about. Collaboration, not competition, community, not just one person or yourself. And you're still bringing those qualities with you. It's going to be really, really tough ride. A really, really tough ride. Diane says, tears of joy for my soul family. I love you so much, Diane. Love you dearly with all of my heart, more than you will ever imagine. So community, that's a third aspect. So if you guys are not part of our community yet, and you want to learn a little bit more, obviously, about the SWC method and what we do in there, you can definitely check out the free training in the link below or in the link in my bio. It'll give you a super clear overview what the SWC method is for, what type of inner work we integrate in there, and really what it would take for you from you to actually make it a reality because it does require showing up and it will tell you who it's for and who it's not for. So it's pretty, pretty clear. So check out the free training. And also you can join our free community. We're completely back and revamped in our Instagram community at Sovereign Woman Movement. I also have a free community in Facebook. The link is also in my bio on Instagram and I'll post it down here below. But we are keeping you updated as well there with two posts per day, keeping you up to date as what we are doing as a movement, our events, our classes, also all the information you need to know about the future of mental health, self-healing and awakening spiritually. So you can go check out those two communities, get a little bit of a glimpse of what we do and get educated and integrated into this new world, into this new reality 
of the age of Aquarius. So you can join us in those two free communities as well. Just want to say thank you all from the bottom of my heart. It has been so beautiful to talk this week about how to stop comparing ourselves. I'm really excited to bring Lizzie with me here on Friday and her and I are going to just get real. We're just going to talk about why we compare ourselves, how it happens, how have we stopped ourselves, how have we moved forward from it and how do we combat it. Tomorrow is Thursday, so I will be not coming in live, but it is the actual full moon. Highly suggest, please, please ground yourself. And it starts tonight. The energies are intense as it is already. Remember, it is the luckiest day of the year. So super important for you to wake up in the morning, ground yourself in Mother Earth meditations. If you need a meditation, go to my YouTube channel. The link is below. Pick one of those that'll help you. And then sit down and journal journal exactly what you see as your vision treat this as your real like the new year 2021 and then fold that little piece of paper up take it somewhere in the backyard bury it make it your little ritual make that your ritual and allow the sun and jupiter to just bring its light to it and then let the universe align you to all the miracles that you so deserve it's such a beautiful day to truly remember who you are so I'll see you all on Friday with Lizzie again at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Thank you, ladies. Satnam, I love you all. Please give Penny a kiss for me too, Lizzie. I love you. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's Sovereign Women Movement Show podcast episode. Let's continue the conversation by joining me in my free training on how to heal emotionally and awakening spiritually, where I share with you my exact three-step framework, the SWC method on how to take your sovereignty back. So click on the link below and pick a time that works best for you. Also follow me on Instagram at Veronica Bear again, I am, and also in our community page at Sovereign Woman Movement. I look forward in connecting with you there. Satnam.